Claremont Mountain Fairview. Lady Luck, Lisa Rappel. Good morning, Lisa. How are you? Good morning, James. I'm really well, thanks. How are you today? Yes, really, really good. Now, last week we, we spoke about uh, Deb Miller on the program and surely her sales have gone through the week this week after you've uh, spoken about it last week. Well, I hope so. I hope everyone went in and tried to curry men. <laughs> um, I spoke to Woody because Woody is a big uh, Kent Woodford from the Tormato Club. Um, he loves the rollies that Deb sells at the track as well. So maybe you should ask him about those this morning when he's on air. <laughs> so he's a sweet tooth. So Woody buys all the lollies. Yes, he does. He buys the lollies and um, keeps Deb in business. I'm sure he's, it's his weekly um, outing to the canteen on a Tuesday for the jump out for the trials. Okay, so there we go. So no, it was uh, yeah, great to uh, to hear about Deb last week. Now, spotlight today, women in racing. So many wonderful women that do so many amazing things, whether it be in the saddle, as we said, in the canteens, whether it's uh, working in the administration areas, whether it's as trainers, as everything you name it. There's uh, there's so many that do uh, so much and uh, and deserve the spotlight to be shone on them, and that's what you've been doing wonderfully week in week out. So this week, who will be shining the light on? Well, James the Women in Racing Spotlight on a determined apprentice who may have been a latecomer as a mature-aged apprentice, but her grit and determination has seen her kick major goals since commencing in our wonderful industry just two and a half years ago. And I speak of Miss Hannah English. So for those who aren't familiar with Hannah, Hannah was born in Wondi and grew up in the South Burnett area and has grown up riding horses. And as Hannah said to me during the week when we spoke, the only thing she thinks about is horses. <laughs> so she went from riding at pony clubs to progressing to performance horses in eventing and dressage. And her love and passion progressed to a career as a fully qualified full-time vet nurse. Oh, so James Hanna wow. is certainly brains and beauty when it comes to, to life. So Hanna was looking to earn a bit of extra pocket money to pay for her horse addiction when she started to ride track work six years ago at Nanengo. So Nanengo was obviously a country track and there was a shortage of work riders, so she thought this would be a way to earn a bit of pocket money. As the story goes, James, Hannah did her first gallop and that was it. She <laughs> loved it and got hooked. <laughs> so Hannah decided to commence an apprenticeship, but being in a country area and based in a smaller stable, she hit a few hurdles ringing Queensland Racing and trying to find out about starting an apprenticeship. But she didn't stop phoning, and one day she got the right person at the right time, and the ball started to roll for her apprenticeship. So Hannah immediately quit her full-time job as a vet nurse and to start to pursue her dream, but jump-out controls were still another six to eight months away. And I'm sure, James, that most people may have already quit their dreams before they've even started, but Hannah was determined, and during this period of no work, no pay, Hannah bagged up and sold horse manure to make ends meet, such as paying a car off and her house repayments. So Hannah was so keen to race ride that nothing was going to stop her, and her focus was the end goal, and that was her apprenticeship. So Hannah is, is, is and was, or still is today, apprentice to her partner and horse trainer, Glenn Richardson, and in June 2015, Hannah had her first race ride, and it's not looked back, nor has she had to sell any more horse food which is pretty exciting for Hannah. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so within the first months of riding, Hannah won the Roma Cup aboard Oggie. Um, and Oggie is trained, or was trained by Scott Rogers, and it was a real family affair because Scott is actually the cousin of her partner, Glenn. 
So that was a big thrill for the whole family. In her first season of riding as an apprentice, she broke her wrist towards the end of the season and missed out on a country apprentice by just one win. And then in her second season as riding as an apprentice, she rode over 50 winners and was awarded the South East Queensland Apprentice title. So as I said earlier, she's been kicking goals from the moment she started working. Now, Hannah's daily routine, being at Nanango, um, you know, it's a 5am start at the track and Gwen is the only trainer on the track, so they have a pretty intimate um, area where they just, it's just them, so it's nice and quiet, um, just her and Gwen, and they have 14 horses in work and they start at 5 and they have a break during the day and then they're back to the stables of an afternoon, feeding, doing boxes and rugging. Now, Hannah, um, you can see her most Tuesdays at the Jump Outs and Trials in Toowoomba. And just recently, she received an upgrade to a Metropolitan licence. So she's now heading down to Eagle Farm on Thursday, or of a Thursday, and she's doing track work and jump outs. And I had a bit of a chat to Hannah, like, how do you get an upgrade to your Metro licence? Because I wasn't really quite sure how it all worked. And Hannah said, you apply to a board of um, RQ staff who then sit down and review all the application. And it goes on um, not only the number of winners you're riding, but also your attendance at apprentice school, your attitude at apprentice school, and also at the track, and your consistency in riding. So um, obviously Hannah's hard work has paid off, and she received an upgrade. So she, um, you can see Hannah now is riding Metropolitan during the week as a Wednesday, um, she'll ride most Fridays, and on Saturday she'll head to Toowoomba, and then on Sunday she'll ride at Caloundra. So she is a busy lady. She said she loves the Caloundra track. She said it being the big sweeping um, bend and the big home track, home straight, that every horse gets their chance. So it suits her riding pattern where she's a bit patient and um, is able to come home. So she said she may not get a lot of winners up there but she has a lot of roughies that she rides and they seem to get placings for her so she's um she's a busy busy lady james Yay. and in saying that you know her future goal is to continue to ride uh, more winners and she wants to get to the city and she said you know to ride in brisbane and to get on the right horse at the right time and a lot of it's got to do with timing she said you know that would just make um you know, another goal that she can tick off before she finishes her apprenticeship. Uh, I also spoke to Hannah about, you know, who's her mentor in riding, and she said that's Shane Scriven, former jockey. Um, he's at the apprentice school, and he's usually also at the Metropolitan Provincial Races. So he's there letting, you know, giving the apprentices tips on what they can do uh, better and, you know, different riding tactics. And then she said when she started riding in the country, Becky Kerwin, she was a big help. Um, she was always there and, and she still to this day gives all the apprentices a bit of a tip on what they could be doing. Um, she also mentioned Pat Duff. She said Pat is a great uh, mentor. She said not only does he give her horse advice, but he also gives her a little life advice as well. And Pat's been a big supporter in getting her to Brisbane and getting her on the Metropolitan Rides. And then I asked who her biggest supporters would be and first without even hesitating, she said, Gwen, her partner. She said, obviously, not only is he a wonderful partner, but he's a wonderful chauffeur. So days that <laughs> she, you know, was tired and unable to drive to the race meetings, um, she's able to have a little snooze and, and Gwen drives her to the race meetings and then they discuss, you know, what, what happened post-rides on the way home. 
she also mentioned Patty Sexton. So she said Patty was a massive supporter when she first started um, and is still to this day. She used to, to drive over the Oakey of a morning and write work for Patty. And then Patty would then give her, you know, rides at the trials and jump outs to get her numbers up so she could start her race riding. And um, you'll see, you know, today, especially at Roma, she's riding a lot for Patty. And then on a Saturday in the country, if she heads out, she'll be aboard um, riding for him as well. So I also, um, I love this question. You know, do they have any superstitions? Because they get some, you know, funny little quirks that come through. And... She said, Hannah said she tried not to when she first started riding. She didn't want to have, like, the lucky underwear or the lucky silks. But she said her and Gwen have found that if they have a new piece of gear, you know, whether it's on the horse or something that she's using or riding in or, or wearing, they seem to get a winner. So she said week in, week out, they try and find something new to put on the horse or something new that she uses or a bit of new race gear. Um, and today she's got a new pair of earrings from Gwen so she said she'll pop them on for the Roma Cup meeting today and hopefully that'll bring her some luck. So it was a really great chat um, James. We also I, I said to Hannah you know obviously you're riding a lot for Gwen and you're coming to Toowoomba and Eagle Farm is there a horse to watch in the future and she mentioned a horse called Dazzy's Day um, one of their major owners Peter Jackson has purchased him as a tried horse from Victoria and he trialled last week or recently and he's actually racing next Wednesday. And she said he may not win Wednesday, but he's definitely one to watch for the future. So a bit of a black book um, for listeners, Daddy's Day. And, um, yeah, it was a great chat to Hannah. She's a wonderful um, young lady. I've actually met her at Toowoomba at the Jump Outs uh, a couple of weeks ago. And, yeah, she's, she was a great woman to speak to. Yeah, what a great story, and and, and we, we talk about it so often in this, this segment, the amazing stories that, that are out there, and just and just to learn what uh, what happens behind the scenes for uh, for so many of our uh, industry participants to reach the levels that they do. So, gee, it shows she's quite resourceful, isn't she? As you said, so from whether it's with uh, with horse manure or whatever way to, to go about it to, uh, to to chase what was what what ended up being a, a dream of hers to, to get into the saddle. Yeah, it was really remarkable because then she said, you know, I didn't have a job for six to eight months and I was bagging manure and selling it. I said, didn't you just say, okay, enough's enough. I'm not going to see this out. And she said, no, it never even entered my mind. She said, I wanted to race right and I was going to do anything to do it. And she said, obviously, being a mature age apprentice, um, I had commitments that probably younger apprentices don't have, such as a car and a house. And she said, I just made things work. So... She said that was what I knew was horse manure and I made ends meet, you know, by selling it. So, yeah, no, lovely lady. And, you know, if anyone gets a chance, please say hello to her. She's just wonderful to speak to. Okay, that, yeah, brilliant. Now, she's got, as you mentioned, it's Roma Cup Day today and she's uh, got, well, full book out there so uh so was she's she's got a number of rides and, and a couple of those people you, that you mentioned she talked about supporting her patrick sexton she's got a number of rides here for patrick sexton uh, scott rogers uh warren morris matt crop near town so she's uh, got some support there but pat sexton who she particularly mentioned there before yeah a number of rides there for pat i see on the card so we we wish her uh, all the best and i'm sure she'll have many successes as we uh, as we move forward now clear mountain fairview news First thing I want to yes. ask about, I forgot last week, and it's very, very important. The Bowls team, Clear Mountain Fairview oh. Bowls team, results, so, updates. How are we going? Yes. 
James, very important, very important indeed. I know we're not playing for Sheep Station, but I'm very proud to announce that we were the week one winners and that we won our game last week, being week two, and that we go into week three tomorrow as the leaders oh. for the whole competition. Out in front. I know, I know. I'm actually, I'm a sprinter um, myself, but lucky my teammates, such as the Winks of Bold, Graham Geely, and the Bike Caviar, Marie Frappel, and, and the Dark Horse, rekindling Nick Frappel, carried me to victory, because <laughs> my 12 months in the paddock certainly showed um, you know, after I jumped out of the barriers, and I was I was not great, but I have a wonderful team around me, and I actually started to wonder if Mick's been doing a few um, private barrier trials because he is in form. He is excellent. So we head tomorrow. We've got tough rivals again, but I've seen the barrier and I've seen the vet, and he's hoping I've got some improvement for <laughs> tomorrow. Yes. How many weeks to go? Uh, we've got two weeks to two go. Two weeks so we've to got go. Tomorrow and then next Sunday. Okay, so at the halfway point, as we turn for home, you're in front. We are in front. We are in front. I, if we could finish the competition now, that would be wonderful as being winners, but <laughs> I don't think uh, the Bowls Club will let me do that <laughs> somehow. So, so let me get this right. So, Graham Healy's the Winks of Lawn Bowls. Marie yes. Frappel's the Black Caviar of Lawn Bowls. Yes. Mick Frappel is the Rekindling of Lawn Bowls. Yes. And you are? Um, <laughs> probably one of those horses running at Bangor. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, I'm very lucky. I have great teammates. Okay. So, okay. So that rolls on. So the team uh, heads into week three tomorrow in front of the uh, in front of the competition. So that's it's the corporate uh, competition, is it? The corporate monthly challenge. Is that right? Yeah. So they play the corporates uh, twice a year in March and in November. Unfortunately, we aren't able to do much with the Magic Million sales being throughout the month, but we definitely, this is our second year now, and we love it. It's a great day out. It's a wonderful bowls club. It's right in the city, in the heart of Toowoomba. And, um, yeah, it's a really fun day. Okay. We'll really enjoy it. Well, we wish you all the best with that tomorrow. Now, also, Clear Mountain Fairview, Worthy Cause, you've spoken about a few times in recent weeks. Any, any news there? Anything happening with Worthy Cause? Yeah, so Worthy Cause is continuing to cover mares. Um, and actually the mother of one of Tycoon, Tycoon Ruler's um, black-type performers called Jetstyle, I'm not sure if you remember him, mm-hmm. Ducky Baker had him yep, and he won yep. three uh, black-type races in Brisbane. Uh, the mother of him called Over and Over, she visited Worthy Cause um, last week, so we're really exciting and hopefully there's a baby Worthy Cause to come. And um, actually Over and Over is also the dam of a horse that debuted last Saturday in Toowoomba called Cycling Pass. Um, got caught behind in, in a big mob of traffic and then flew home to run third. So she's been a great mare for the farm and, and hopefully this is another little future winner in the making. Okay. Now, speaking of those that are going around, one of the real prides of uh, Clear Mountain Fever that carries those colours, the mighty Upstart Pride resumes today. And just for our listeners as well, I caught up with Michael Nolan yesterday, so I've got an interview which will come up uh, shortly as well, so he'll tell us about that as well. But Upstart Pride, that's exciting, resumes today in the uh, list yeah. of Keith Mount. He, he, Upstart Pride has a huge following, I suppose, being a grey horse, you know, everyone loves the grey, but he'll resume today um, in a hard race, but Michael Nolan, you know, struggled to find a race for him um, to start, and he had a big spell after his campaign throughout winter, and um, he's come back, you know, a bigger and better horse, and, you know, today we'll, we'll see how he goes, and hopefully he puts his right hoof forward, and I listened to the interview that Michael Nolan gave, which was 
a fantastic interview. And like Michael said, if he thinks about what he's doing and, and gets out of the barriers, you know, he should give him a, you know, show us what he can do again. Mm. And, and he's headed uh, hopefully towards uh, Magic Millions and paths like that. But Magic Millions in terms of the, the, the that yearling sale, 2018, I can't believe I'm saying this. It seems like it's very, very soon, which it is. So uh, inspections, anything like that? Is, is, there, is there anything happening in, the, in that area as we, as we hurtle rapidly towards that sale? Yeah, yeah. So Magic Millions were out on Tuesday and they were with um, our stud manager, Mick Frappel. So Mick showed them the draft that, you know, we're putting forward for next year's sales and they inspect them, they look at the confirmation and type along with their pedigree um, and then they'll come back to us and let us know what's being accepted into the sale and then we start preparation for March, which I know it seems crazy but we'll be blinking and it'll be here before we know it. So, yes, next year's plans are certainly underway. Okay, so plenty is happening but look, the, the here, the now, the present, a tip for today, Lady Luck's Best, have you got one for us? I do. So as I do each week, when I put the spotlight on one of our wonderful ladies, um, I have a look at what they're, they're doing for the day. And when I was speaking to Hannah during the week, I asked her what she thought um, her best ride today was. And she said she's got a really soft spot for um, Pat Sexton Squeamy in the last. Um, it's in the sprint race, race eight, horse 10. So she said Squeamy is a, a little real trier. She said there are quite a good few sprinters in the race. Uh, but Hannah won this sprint race aboard Sami Tomso. Um, so she knows the race really well. She'll, she'll take two kilos off Squeamy's back, giving it a 52-kilo ride. So I think it'll be hard um, to beat today. So I'm going with Squeamy. Squeamy, Lady Luck's best today. Well, Lisa, wonderful to speak to you today. Good luck, of course, with the bowls. Now you go and get all the yeah, massage and <laughs> massage and rest up and, um, you know, what are they? Hyperbaric. Quick little, yeah. quick little jump out now, Dave. <laughs> no, don't do that. You, you, no, get, get in the uh, ice baths and the, you know all that sort of stuff. Rub down the uh, you know all those. That's what you need now. Rest, all that sort do of some stuff. Tapering. Yeah, yeah, and get and, and and be fresh for uh, for tomorrow. That's what you need. Wonderful. All right, I'll take your advice on that, and I'll let you know how I go next week. I oh, look forward to it, Lisa. As always, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you, Dave.